I'm Claire Sands, one of the hosts of the Silent Why podcast, and welcome to My Why, the weekly audio version of the blogs that I write on thesilentwhy.com. This week, the autumn fall. Recently, as I was researching an area of loss for the Silent Why podcast, I came across this quote. The trees are about to show us how lovely it is to let things go. Sadly, I can't find the original author for it, as it's mostly tagged with unknown, and varies a little in its wording each time it's posted. And side note, as a writer, it always makes me a bit sad when I can't find the original person that penned beautiful words. At the end of the day, someone wrote it, and I feel like they should be celebrated for it. Anyway, this quote got me thinking about autumn, or fall as they say in America. Side note, just in case you're feeling territorial about these two words, Susie Dent, one of Britain's favourite lexicographers, tells us that fall was actually common in the British English until the 17th century, when autumn took over from the French. It's short for fall of the leaf, just as spring is short for spring of the leaf. And North American English also had both terms, but settled on fall in the 19th century. And while I'm on the subject of Susie Dent, she also introduced me to the word autumnity this week, which is super fun to say. Say it with me, autumnity. It refers to a quality that hints of autumn, as in the shift from warmth to an early chill. Anyway, that's another side note. Back to the original quote. The trees are about to show us how lovely it is to let things go. Still by an unknown author. Autumn is pretty amazing in the UK. In our house, we're currently revelling in the changing colours of the aces that we've got in the back garden, specifically to give us our own pop of autumn colour each year. I've been pondering on why it's such a special season for so many people. I think for us Brits, at the end of the summer, it's hard, because we know we have potentially six months from October to March of cold, bleak, grey weather. We're not guaranteed the sunny, cold, crisp days of autumn. We rarely expect a white Christmas or even any snow these days. We know a heavy frost might be the only glistening we get to see of something pretty. And there's the potential of months of dashing around from house to car trying to avoid the rain. So as the sun loses its warmth and the nights draw in, the trees get bare, we switch our lights on at 5pm instead of 9pm, we tend to look inwards towards cosy fires, blankets and hot cups of tea, and we try not to look outside at the endlessly grey sky, and we just wait for any sign that spring is on the way. But there's this moment before that transition where nature just seems to scream, wait, I'm not finished yet. And this array of gorgeous colour explodes onto our green landscape. Vibrant reds, purples and oranges and yellows burst onto the scene and fill our views with colours you could be hard pushed to find in the summer. It's wonderful. And I don't know anyone that doesn't comment on it, love it or find themselves just stopping briefly to admire it. I've always loved it. And for me, this is what autumn is about. But I almost want to have autumn and fall as different stages. The colour of autumn and then the fall of the leaves. Which, if we're lucky and it's not been a wet year, we get to kick around on the ground as we walk. Some years autumn is so wet the leaves just kind of form this large wet mush and it's more like walking through paper mache than dry leaves. That isn't the best start to a British winter. And that's why this quote made me stop and think. I'd never really connected the loss of leaves with the beauty and how it speaks to us about what loss means and has the potential to look like. Hermann Hesse said, Some of us think that holding on makes us strong, but sometimes it's letting go. So what have I learnt from my ponderings on autumn? Well, there's a season for everything, and the change from one to the next always involves a loss of some kind. There's no life stage you've been through that didn't involve loss, 
And yet how often do we focus on what's to come and what's ahead without acknowledging what we've left behind? Maybe we should be more vocal about our losses, like the trees who shout it from the rooftops at the end of their season. Not at the beginning, where their spring buds are hardly perceptible unless you move in closer to examine the branch and then shout, Look! Buds! The Woodland Trust here in the UK says, Leafless trees are better able to tolerate winter storms, as strong winds can move through the branches more easily. Trees shed their leaves to better survive the winter. Sometimes, when we're going through a hard time, there are things we need to shed that we can't give life to anymore. And that's okay. It's a survival technique. That ensures that we can cope with the brash winds that want to throw us around when we're in grief and loss, and make sure we're not clinging to lots of other stuff that won't survive that season. The bear tree of winter also reminds us that spring is on the way. It's the next season to come. And when we're in the darkest, emptiest times of our life, we need to remember that the next season is spring. It's not summer, where we're expected to fully bloom and bear luscious fruit. It's the tiny, subtle buds of hope that poke their heads up to assess if it's safe to start growing again. And we mustn't forget or underestimate the importance of the transitional seasons. Autumn and spring have an important, vital role in the rhythm of the year and our lives. If we were thrown from summer to winter and back again, there'd be no time for adjustment or those breaths of assessment. We weren't made to move like that. Our seasons are amazing, every year the same, yet always different, with new things to find and notice. And autumn might often be people's favourite because it gently leads us towards the cold, grey chill of winter. But it does so with such style and grace. It celebrates the end of what is for most people the best season, summer. It hints at winter, but in a sort of way that kind of says to us, come on, it's okay, look what I'm losing, but I'm not sad about it. I feel like autumn has the harder task, really. Spring's job is easy. So full of promise, hope, sunshine, buds, new life, smiles, promises of the beach. What's not to love? But autumn, well, it has a special place in my heart. When the leaves are in their full autumnal, what a great word, colour, before they dance to the ground and a slight chill creeps into the air and the sun retracts its warmth and I unpack my winter coat and pull on my knitted hat and scarf and listen for fireworks, there's something magical in the air. And if we get an autumnal day in the UK with sunshine, well, I think that's just the best weather there is. I feel like autumn is the long, warm hug before we head into winter, and it tells us everything's going to be okay. It pats us on the bottom and sends us off into winter, with the promise that on the other side will always be spring, reaching out a hand to welcome us back into the sun. I'll finish with a poem by Emily Bronte. The Bronte sisters lived in the north of England where snow is much more guaranteed and the winters can be harsh, especially in those days. She had a love of nature and the outdoors and from reading this poem it seems she rejoiced in autumn because she loved the winter. It's called Fall Leaves Fall. Fall leaves fall, die flowers away, lengthen night and shorten day. Every leaf speaks bliss to me, fluttering from the autumn tree. I shall smile when wreaths of snow blossom where the rose should grow. I shall sing when night's decay ushers in a drearier day.